Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello, welcome, welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm so excited that you are here because y'all, we are in the holiday season. And that's exactly why today's topic is all about how to have control over the holidays so that you can feel confident in your food decisions. And so I've been thinking so much about you all. And I was just coaching a private client around this because she was telling me about how she always messes up on the holidays. And it always makes her feel very, very anxious because there's so many options. And she doesn't want to overeat because she wants to stay on track while losing weight. And I've been thinking that you are probably feeling the same way, right? You probably feel a lot of anxiety, but you also like don't want to diet during the holidays because you want to enjoy it with your family and your friends. And so I was like, you know what? Let me give you some of my top three tips that you can literally implement so that you can feel good about this for this year and just in the future overall. And these tips are so simple that you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then you're just going to feel so good afterwards because that is how I felt when I figured it out with this whole holiday situation. And let me tell y'all, these tips does not include drinking two water bottles before your Thanksgiving meal. I remember Googling this when I was dieting at the time and they were like, yeah, in order for you to not overeat at your Thanksgiving meal, or, you know, your Christmas meal, if you don't, if you don't celebrate this, it's fine. Like you probably still get together anyways with your family, but they were like, just drink water so that you can fill your stomach up so that you have less room for food. And I did that. And y'all, I felt like throwing up when I went to the, my family gathering, like I just like, I would eat like a plate, but then I just felt like my stomach was so bloated and it was so full for no reason. And for some reason, when you have a lot of water in your stomach, you can feel like the water moving, right? And I was like, there's no way like I'm ever doing this again. I feel gross. Like I just felt throwing up. And that's not what you want, right? You want to enjoy the food, but you also want to have control. And you don't want to fill up your stomach with a bunch of water because that's just not it. If you're wondering, is this what these tips are going to be like? It is not that. I'm not going to have you drink any water and you're still going to have some control over your portions and all of that. Okay. With that, let's get started with tip number one. And that is know what type of foods will be there. This is so important. And I mean this so much because especially when it comes to the holidays, there's either a family potluck or one person is cooking. And when you know what everyone is bringing or you know what your options are, it helps you feel more at ease because now you're not guessing like, oh my gosh, are we going to have pie? Are we going to have cookies? Are we going to have a turkey? Are we going to have rice, right? Like you have all these like 
open loops of questions running around in your head, especially when you're very anxious and worried. And just you knowing what types of options are there will help you feel grounded simply because you will have control. And what I mean by this is like, even though you feel like you don't have control, you have a lot more control than you think, because if you know what everyone is bringing, you can control what you eat and how much you eat. So you knowing the menu ahead of time is going to help you with the guessing. It's going to help you feel so good that you're like, I already know that we're going to have cookies. Definitely not going to like try to binge on cookies this whole week, right? Like you would just naturally start preparing your head ahead of time. And think about it too. Like when you know what is going to be on the menu, you know that you could probably bring something that's not on the menu. So let's say you saw the list, right? And you see that no one is literally bringing veggies. Then what you can do is bring veggies or have veggies before dinner because you know there won't be any veggies at the dinner table, right? Like there's so many ways to go about this just when you know the menu. And just like a couple of weeks ago, I had this conversation with my mom because I've been practicing this skill so, so often now that like I just like to make sure that my family, we prepare what we're going to have for Thanksgiving dinner. And I was like, mom, what are we going to be cooking? What are we going to be doing for Thanksgiving? Like, what is it? And now I know the menu. Like, we're going to be having turkey. We're going to have egg rolls. We're going to have crab legs. Probably going to have some sort of pumpkin or apple pie. And so I already have those things in my mind. And I know that for Thanksgiving dinner, we're going to have those meals. And so I know for breakfast and lunch on that day, I'm going to make sure that my meals are filled with high volume, lots of veggies, and also a healthier option because I know dinner time is going to be a lot more heavier and it's going to include a lot more processed food. And so when you know the menu, you can plan ahead of time and make sure that you start off the day strong with you know, your favorite breakfast or even have like a better lunch that's going to help you balance out everything. Instead of going to like the dinner and like starving yourself throughout the whole day and having that dinner be the only meal. That's usually where the overeating happens. And that's usually where you overdo it. So just think about that for yourself, right? Just ask whoever the host is, what is everyone bringing and what are you bringing and how can you prepare yourself that day so that when dinner comes, you know, that meal is going to be your fun meal and the meals that you're going to have some flexibility with. How are you going to prepare your breakfast and lunch ahead of time so you feel good about your decisions while staying on track at the same time? So that's tip number one. Now, number two is actually my favorite because this one changed the game for me when I just like found this out and it really helped me not overeat or like indulge in every single thing because I used to be that person where I felt like at the dinner table, I had to like try every single dish, like have like multiple plates because I was like, okay, I had this already. I haven't had this yet. And I just felt like I wanted to try everything, not from a place of like, this is cool, but from a place of this is the last time I'm going to have this. That's why I want you to remind yourself throughout the gathering that this isn't the last time you're going to have that cake that pie or cookie or whatever it is, right? Like repeat this affirmation consistently as you are going through this event with your family and friends, and it's going to help you feel so good. 
And it's going to help you stop when you're full and not overdo anything. Because the thing with the holiday season and the problem with it is when you've gone on multiple fad diets and you've restricted yourself for a long time, you might feel like the holiday season is like a free pass, right? You're like, oh my God, it's a free pass. I'm going to make sure that I eat the most I can eat because I know that when the holiday's over, I have to get back to eating some plain old boring, healthy food, right? And if you've been in this cycle before, you know that every time you do that, you don't feel good about it. And then you go back into restricting and then binging. And then the cycle just repeats itself over and over and over. And what I want you to see is that like, it makes sense why your brain is always telling you that this is going to be the last time. And then it tricks you to eating more and more and more. And then you just eat way too much. and You just feel uncomfortable. What I'm offering is if you just spend that time to repeat that affirmation to yourself, it's going to help so much. It's like that tiny shift in your brain to just remind itself that like, it's literally not the last time. It's not the last time you will be okay. And it's really not because if you think about it, right, logically, you can always buy cookies if you want to. You can always buy a cake if you want to. You could always eat turkey, not on Thanksgiving Day. Literally, I have so much evidence in my brain that like I can have turkey whenever I want because I basically eat ground turkey every single week and I can eat cookies whenever I want, right? And so start repeating that thing to yourself. And if you need to set reminders on your phone to help you do that, that helps too. But make sure to just honor that part of you where it's like, this is the last time, right? And honor it in a way where like, of course, it makes sense that my brain is telling me that because that's all I've known this whole time. But like, truly really seeing that it's really not the last time really helps you see the bigger picture and help you feel overall, like just confident. And you'll also feel less guilty too, when you do eat the cookie, the cake or the pie, because then you're like, oh, I'm enjoying the company. I'm not feeling guilty eating this because you're not overdoing it. Anytime you feel guilty, it's usually because you're overdoing the eating. You're indulging in too much. You're eating more than you like. But when you can just stop when you're full and you will naturally do that, when you remind yourself that it's not the last time, it helps you feel less guilty and you just feel so much better. And that's tip number two. It changed the game for me. And if you need a name to remember this, just just tell yourself that this ain't no limited edition thing. <laughs> that's what I call it. Like I was I was coaching a private client. I'm like, that's a limited edition mindset. You don't need to, you don't need that in your life. Like you don't need to have that if you don't want to, because it's not true. Nothing is limited edition. Honestly, when it comes to food, you can always get it. I just want you to think about that. Like food is available to you whenever you want to. And you don't have to go back to eating your plain, boring, healthy foods if you don't want to after the holidays, right? Like I have so many podcast episodes where I talk about how you can stop dieting. And maybe that's what you need to go listen to to help you ease out of the clean dieting so that you can start to have a better balance with your food choices and like have control and just build a better relationship with food. Like I have so many podcast episodes around that that you can really gain a lot of knowledge from and start implementing it right away, especially if you don't like the way you're eating right now. If you're eating keto right now, uh-uh, we're not doing that. You can have some carbs for the holidays, but it starts with you changing your relationship with carbs first in order for you to have it without guilt. And I have so many podcast episodes around how you can build a simple nutrition plan and also stop dieting. So go look 
my playlist to see more of that. Um, I can't think of one on top of my head right now, but there's so many, like I have so many of them. And if you just implement those today and work on it, you will be in a different place during and after the holidays. Okay. Now, the last tip that I want to leave you with is have a transition period right after the holiday get together. And the reason why I love a transition period is because right after the holidays, and it's just like every vacation that you come back to, too, like this happens when you're on vacation, this happens when you're not home, right? It's like you don't feel motivated to work out or plan your meals or like you just don't want to get back into your regular routine because it's hard. You're like, I just want to have fun. I just want to eat whatever I want. I just want to just not do anything, right? And that's completely fine. It's okay that it's hard for you to get back on your routine. That's not a problem. Don't make that a problem. The moment when you make it a problem, that is where you make it even harder for you to get back to your old routine, which is why in order for you to get your motivation back, I want you to just drop the expectations that you have for yourself on what you should be doing right after the holidays, right? And just do the bare minimum by creating like an easy transition plan that you know you can do. So for example, if you are in this place right now where you're trying to keep up with a workout plan of six times a week and you're like literally making sure that you're cooking three new recipes every week, maybe after the holidays, you don't feel like doing that. What if your transition plan is just maybe let's spend a week and a half just walking, getting some movement And that counts, whether that is going outside in nature, going hiking or whatever it is. And let's just worry about that part and then just cooking what we already know. So going back to like what you already know how to cook in the kitchen, making a list of it and picking something from it versus trying to create something new over and over and over. Right. Like that almost feels more easier and it feels doable and your brain will be on board with you. Your body will be on board with you versus you trying to force yourself to go straight to six times a week and cooking three new recipes. Now, I do want to mention that let's say you create a transition period, but you still feel like you have a hard time getting that motivation back up and like going back on your routine in order to lose some weight. I really want you to evaluate like what you're doing in a sense of like, if it's already hard for you to maintain before the holidays, it's going to be even harder after the holidays because that means whatever routine that you're doing for your nutrition meal plan or like your workout routine, it's way too much for you and your current lifestyle. And it's probably something that you don't see yourself doing long term. And so if you don't see yourself working out six times a week for your whole entire life, like you probably shouldn't be trying to keep up with that. Instead, you should probably opt in for something that's more sustainable for you so that you don't shame and criticize yourself for not being able to do this, right? Like I used to work with a client where she was an extremist. Like she loved staying after seven seven times a week, but she overdid it so much because even though she was going to the gym, she went boxing. And then when she went boxing, she went running. And then she was barely eating anything at all. She probably like two meals a day. And she felt very drained, exhausted. Her body was like, I I can't do this anymore. And it was really hard for her to unwire herself back into like that routine right after the holidays because it was just way too much. And so when we started working together, there was a lot of unlearning that she had to do in order to get herself to feel comfortable and confident doing three times a week. Because remember this, it's not about how much time you work out throughout the week. 
it's all about the quality, right? It's always quality over quantity. And that's with anything you do, whether it is your nutrition or your workouts, like you can have six times a week workout, but let's say you feel drained half of those days and you feel tired and you can't even push through. That's not going to help you compared to if you were to have three to four times a week workout and you can go all in on them, you feel good, you can keep up with it and you can see yourself doing it for a very, very long time. That's always going to win because consistency always win. And so when you think about your transition period, like just keep that in mind. And the transition period really helps you think about the next step versus like the 100th step, right? Because right after the holidays, your brain is probably telling you like, okay, we need to make sure we get back on track now. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do that. We got to make sure we do this, right? And it's like, okay, no, no, we can do all of that. But how about we just start with drinking more water? That's the next best step. Or how about we just start with taking some steps today, going walking outside, getting a breath of fresh air. That's all we need today. And then tomorrow, let's get a step further. Let's add more to that, right? It's all about like meeting yourself where you're at instead of forcing yourself to follow and get into a routine right away. You need to warm yourself back up into your regular routine. Just like when you get back from vacation, you don't jump into your routine right away. You kind of let yourself sit in that transition period just for a little bit. And you won't lose any progress through this transition period. I want to make that clear. It actually helps you digest everything. It helps you feel a lot better. And it doesn't allow you to like rush through the whole process. Because what happens is when you rush to go from zero to 100, you're actually going to burn yourself out more and you're going to feel worse about your progress itself. And most of the time, you'll probably end up sabotaging your progress because then like you're not going to end up doing anything for a long time. All right. Because you're going to be like, well, I can't keep up with this. It's whatever. And then it becomes this whole like all or nothing mindset. So I really hope that helps you out. Just think about your routine right now. If if it's not sustainable, what do you want to change about it after the holidays? And I've been thinking about this so much about like how I was able to do this, because if you listen to my story, I've been in my journey for about nine years now. My the anniversary just passed. But when I first started, I did work out every single day, six, seven times a week. And I couldn't do that anymore. And then it went to five to six times a week. And then it went to four times a week. And now it's like three to four times a week. But I love that I've been able to maintain four times a week for the past, I would say like five years. And that's what works the best for me. Like whenever I was doing more than six times a week or even five times a week, I was never able to keep up with it. So I just want to give you a perspective of when you have a routine that meets you where you're at in your current lifestyle, you can keep up with it for a really long time. Like I've been keeping up with this four time a week schedule for a long time and I love it gives me so much flexibility. I don't feel like fitness is controlling me. And I know that no matter what happens throughout the holidays, I can get back on track. And you want to have a routine that's like that for you that you can work with instead of using your routine against you and then feeling worse about yourself. I really hope that you enjoy this episode and it really helps you out and feel confident during this holiday season. And if you know someone who's like struggling with weight loss and you know that the holidays is what makes them more anxious, Don't forget to share this podcast episode with them and tag me on Instagram. If you listen to this and screenshot it, tag me and I would love to share your response. But other than that, if you are looking to get some support and guidance to lose your first 20 pound, 
keep it off without dieting and feel confident every step of the way. I do have one-on-one coaching spots available if that's something you're interested in. I would love to work with you and help you get there in the next six months. I will leave more information in the show notes below, but until then, I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com. And from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.